Hi, everybody. Hey, how y'all doing? We're going to wait a few moments to let some more people come in. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't you just hate it when people do that? Like, they're on a recording. They may be live at the moment, and people can go back and listen to the recording, and they say, we're going to wait till some people come in. I just, like, I just want to say so bad. Just start talking. Like, if they're not in, they can go back and rewind it and hear what you said. Don't make the rest of us that are on time suffer and wait because... These other people are late and taking their time. So, anyhow, <laughs> just kidding. Hey, y'all. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Surviving a Hostile and Toxic Work Environment. These are true stories. These stories that I'm telling you, they actually happened to my life. They, I actually lived through these situations, and I have the emails. I got the paperwork. I got recordings and videos. I got the receipts to prove it. So, somebody told me, they said, listen... I had a hard time following when you were saying this person and that person. So did you sign a non-disclosure where you can't say their names? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, these people are lawless. They think they are above the law. So no, there was nothing like that. Um, they said, are you in um, some type of legal litigation where you can't say their name? No, not at all. Once again, these people are very much so um, lawless people, and they feel like they're above the law. So the things that they have done to me, these stories that you'll hear, these are things that have been happening for over a decade, because a decade is 10 years, right? So it's been like two decades, more than two decades, um, <clears throat> because they have been um, in their position that long. Well, this TPA, whose initials are CJ, have been in her position for so long and she was the the initiator of it all but she has her minions who are her supervisors that she's trained to cover her up and be in cahoots with her and do what she does so um you know we just gonna go ahead and just let it be what it be because i can tell my story and and i don't have to change the names of the guilty do i nope this is my story this happened to me it is true to my, um, from my perspective, from my vantage point, from my viewpoint, from my experience. So, you know, it is what it is. So here we go. So this story is about <clears throat> the supervisor, the TPA, um, this situation where they're different ones. So this story is talking about when I first got there. So um, she hired her friend, uh, CJ, the TPA hired her friend, who is RM or her initials, her sorority sister. They had went to um, school together and so they knew each other. So that's who she wanted to hire. That's what she told people she wanted instead of me, but she got her and me. So I'm, I'm still perplexed as to why she was cutting up because she still got who she wanted. She just got an additional person. So, I mean, whatever. But the funny thing about RM and um, CJ's relationship is that RM is very much, I think she was a Taurus, I'm not sure, or something like that, but she was very much a dominant personality. Now, she's very funny, though, very comical, um, but, you know, some people with some different <laughs> mental disorders are, like, they are comical, like, narcissistic people are comical, but this one was funny because she was good. She was a good balance because CJ, who was the supervisor and the TPA, was actually afraid of her. She's afraid of her because 
she would I don't know maybe because when they were growing up she was rough I'm not really sure because again remember I said they have a personal relationship and they were sorority sisters outside of this job so maybe something happened in the past that I don't know about but other people that are connected with her in that way because everybody else was connected to her except for me and one other person and the other person she needs her because she's been there for years and she's very smart um she's very professional and she does all of the the training of the new staff and she does she writes all the policies for her she writes all of the notifications and the signs she does all the reports for her and so although she is a little she's more ethical more eth more morally ethical well i shouldn't even say more because this cj has no morals and no ethics so although this person um has uh more ethics and i won't use her initials because i want i do want to protect her because she is a credible person she is an honest person she does tell the truth but she still works there um she's just complacent it's um easy for her life and it's what she's come to um uh, accept she's accepted that these people um this is a horrible situation um working with terrible people but you know as some people say well I'm going to get my check on the first and the 15th I know my check coming on the first and the 15th that I know I could take my days off and so they just stay in a situation and they don't allow themselves to grow and rise to their full potential and that's pretty much what she is cuz she is a great worker she's a great asset asset and um uh, asset and a great leader but she's working for some liabilities and some people that are have no more fibers and no for no more ethics that are godless so that's that anyhow um so back to the to the 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 point sometime I'll give you guys some a little bit of background just so you can understand a little bit about what's happening cuz you sometimes if you just hear the story without the details it's hard to connect the dots and put the puzzle together it looks a little hazy and i don't want you all to be hazy in a hazy fog i want you to see the whole picture get the full effect and you know drink it all in so she um So anyhow, uh back to what we were saying. So she hires this lady, she wanted her um but um uh, like I said, I don't know what their history was, but whatever it was for some reason, the TPA CJ was afraid of 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 RM. And I say this because <laughs> there was one time we had a meeting in the front office. Everybody was there, everyone who was present cuz there's this one person, CCJ who is um habitually absent. but somehow she still keeps a job and she could be gone for months at a time. She does it every year and they let her and she said it out of her own mouth. I can't believe I still have a job. Well, you still have a job because you have a friend that pads your time sheet. That's why you have a fr- you have a job because you have a friend that lies for you and and puts your time card in as if you're here when you're really not. That's why you still have a job because you guys are doing this illegally. You are riding the clock and you're not even there. Anyhow, so We were in the meeting and she said something uh the TPA the supervisor says um ask RM like did you get that water from um TJ Maxx and she was like what 
<laughs> Here's RM's response. What What are you talking about? Why would you say something like that? That is so stupid. I got it. She just started laughing at her like, like, what make you say something like that? They don't even, she just started going in on her. And it was so funny because the look on CJ's face. Now, mind you, CJ is a bully. She is a bully. She's nasty. She's narcissistic. Um, she has mental um, uh, disability and, and, and mental illness. Now, I won't say disability, but she has mental illness. Um, she has associative uh, disorder. She's a sociopath. Like, she just flat out cuckoo. Um, and she normally is so disgusted and nasty with everybody. She's all, uh, She abuses her authority all the time. So when this lady said this to her, everybody was looking because... Everyone has been on the receiving end, including her friends, of her disgusting display of nasty attitude. She is the epitome of a bitter woman. Like, they talk about the bitter black woman. She is the epitome of a bitter woman and a country woman and an, and an inarticulate woman because she doesn't articulate properly. So it was so funny because she just chewed her up and spit her out in her face. She didn't say anything. But that wasn't the first or the last time. There was another time when we were in a meeting and she told her it was, uh, they they were very good about um, wanting to, like when we were supposed to get off at 4.30, that was our schedule from 7 to 4.30. She would have a meeting every morning at like 7.30, but she would be late all the time showing up for work, but she would still have the meeting. Now we're supposed to be in class at 8 o'clock, but we were late sometimes because she was still being there running her mouth. According to policy, we're not supposed to be late because these classes were um, set up to be a certain amount of time and if they weren't that amount of time then that was a breach of the contract with that particular organization where or that company that provided that um, that class or that certification well that didn't matter to her didn't matter then and it still doesn't matter now so um, she called a meeting at the end of the day and so we're supposed to get off at 5 o'clock, or, or, or I'm sorry, they changed it to 5 later, but we're supposed to get off at 4.30, and, you know, certain people will be out that door at 4.28, 4.27, they gone, <laughs> uh, and they were allowed to do it. But this time, they called a meeting at like 4.15, and she told her that uh, whatever it is you want to talk about, talk to me about, you're going to have to tell me tomorrow because I'm leaving. And that is what R.M. said to C.J. Now, that's her supervisor. That should have been insubordinate, right? Mm-mm. Nope. She didn't say nothing. She, like, she said, well, all of a sudden, this dominant voice that C.J. normally has turns into a mousy mouth. Okay, then. She was very passive-aggressive, too. She's the type of person that if something happens, she don't let it go. She's real petty, and she always have to try and very vindictive and try to get people back. So something happened three years ago. She's still trying to punish you for that. You know, you shed the light on her or what she did or you proved her wrong. Then three years from now, those three years from that day, every day, every chance, every moment she gets, she's going to try to get you back. That's what she does. So she sat there. She didn't say anything. And the next day, she still didn't say anything. She just left her alone. And the same one, RM, there's a, now remember her friend, uh, CJ's friend is HD. She hired him. That's her, her husband's friend who doesn't have any qualifications. He old and he need to, he, he old and crippled and, and violent and he need to, and unstable and he need to be retired. But um, she hired him so he could use um, the benefits to get his, um, all of his ailments fixed on the state. 
So that's how she helped him get that job because he don't know what he's doing and he don't do anything. He just sit around looking crazy. But uh, that's what they do. They have people on payroll that don't do any work. So she, RM, he goes to tell RM to do something. RM goes off for him. She cursed him out from the front to the back. And when I say curse, oh, yes, she cursed. She said every explicit word you can think. She said the F word, the S word. She said all of that. And she told him to shut up talking to her. She cussed him all the way out and said that I'm leaving. And she did. She left and went to lunch. And when she came back, they didn't say boo about it. Nobody said anything to her. And on top of that, when the people from the corporate office came, um, DJ and what's his other one name? Um, uh, TC came in there, or uh, maybe I just call him old Lumpy because <laughs> that's a he had a lump on his head. Old Lumpy came in there. She in the meeting, RM told everybody that HD, like she made it seem like well, she really lied on him with what she did, and all of us heard it. Now, yeah, I could have said stood up and said something like that's not how it happened but why should I because he lied on me he lied lied on everybody else so I figured it was good for him but the point of the matter is is that RM used to curse people out all all of those folks that were bullying me and being nasty and mean to me she used to curse them out and they didn't say anything to him now maybe her approach uh Maybe that should have. Maybe I should have tried it. Maybe I should have been that person, and they maybe they would have left me alone. But that just wasn't who I am. I'm not that unprofessional, and I'm not rowdy, and I'm not ghetto. And so that's why they felt it's safe to pick on me because I was the smallest person in the department, and I'm soft-spoken, and I'm not argumentative. So that is why they um, bullied me like they did. But she came in there rowdy with the rah-rah, and they did not come up against her because she let them know. She told them what she was and was not going to do and how. I remember they were putting me and her on the schedule to teach all of the first aid and all of the safety care and all of the CPR. And she went up to that office. She marched up there and she told CJ that she is not going to be teaching all them classes and they're not going to keep putting She said, why y'all keep putting me and her? And she said my name too, surprisingly enough. She asked her why, she keep, why y'all keep putting both of us on all of these classes and then we got these lazy men. And she didn't call them men though. She, she used the unprofessional term, and she said, and they just sitting around doing nothing. And she said, you know, she was telling the whole truth because they were. The men in that department, um, she hired um, men that were in the military because her husband was in the military. She wasn't. She pretended as if she knew something about military, but she was a wife of a military man. So she hired men that she knew that she was connected to that were in the military, and they, they all are getting a check. Um, they're lying about what's wrong with them because it's not necessarily, but they all getting an additional check from the military. But they also are in a cushiony job where they get paid a good salary and they just sit around and do nothing or they, and they socialize or they're on their phones or they're on Facebook or they're, they're um, doing YouTube. And, you know, you can check those things. You don't have to, it's just not an allegation to say somebody was on Facebook or on YouTube when they were working. You can actually see the time that somebody logs in and logs out. And you can see if that is within the same time frame of their work day or not. So these are not just allegations. These are things that can be verified. But of course, these lawless people in this corrupt um, company and this corrupt situations, they're not going to do that. They're not going to check into it because they are um, condoning it. They're okay with that. 
So, you know, you get what you get, I guess. You know, these lawless, corrupt people are out here just, you know, um, I guess living their best life. <laughs> so, and I remember her also, RM was kind of funny. She said she was going to the store. She came and asked me if I wanted anything or need something from the store. She said, I'm about to go to the store and I'm going on the clock. She sure did. And she did. And she did. She went to the store. She went and got herself some snacks. And she took her time coming back. And she was on the clock. It wasn't the first time. And it wasn't the last time that she did it. But she wasn't the only one that was able to do it. They do it all the time. Still do. They was doing it before I got there. And they're still doing it now. Be on the clock. And they somewhere else doing something else. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Must be. Because everybody ain't able so these are some of the things. These are true events, true occurrences, and real-life stories that happen at ECRH. Yes, indeed. Them people, some of them still there and still doing the same things. Well, thank y'all for listening to this um, episode of Toxic Environments and Hostile Work um, Environment, Surviving toxic and hostile work environments and you know what we'll be back to talk about it some more because I got about two and a half years worth of stories to tell y'all and I'm gonna tell it all because I don't want to be carrying this stuff around this is my therapy this is my cathartic release because I can't just keep holding this in in my brain in my heart and my soul I'm not carrying this mess around because I'm gonna tell y'all something the more I tell y'all the better I feel because I'm getting it out of my system and I'm getting it out of me so I hope y'all get something out of it if it's nothing but entertainment then be so entertained but they are true stories take care now